What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. Another episode of your favorite motherfucking podcast. <laughs> Starting off strong already with a big ol' F for you. This is Luke, Bond's apartment. What's up, Paisan, Lorenzo, Mr. Ms. Omega Bond watches. What's Ms. going on, guy? Mrs.? <laughs> Mr. M- Mr. Mrs. Mr. Doubtfire um what's up dude i'm doing great uh feel relaxed feel relieved i think is probably the best term um just i think that's the same thing me and cassandra have been saying for the last two days is exhale you know it's it's done all the hard work all the what secrets, what all the- what is done <laughs> what happened what happened this weekend Oh, I forgot you weren't invited. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I most certainly was, and I had my arm around you in the pool. I had my tongue on your back. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. To get too many drinks tonight again. I was gonna say butthole, but Howard, you're just you're, you're still hey, you're still hot which, and ready from the weekend. Speaking of which, so to go off on our first tangent, five seconds in. The Perfect. the watch shot from the pool, the most epic watch shot of all time. Brienne has like a B roll of that on her phone, and it's priceless. It's oh, so God. priceless because all that. the girls are in the background. Like these guys are fucking so stupid. Like oh my god, what a bunch <laughs> of losers, and we're all like, oh shit, that wasn't good enough. One more time. It's so good. So oh my god. <laughs> oh man. But anyways, yes, yeah, so you got married this past weekend, guy. I did. I did. It was um it was perfect. Perfect was for us. I don't know if it was perfect for everyone else, but we had it went better than we imagined. So I mean, I think that's kind of kind of where we're at with it. We were completely content and happy and everyone was in a great mood and there was like I mean, very minimal issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought there was going to be a lot more than we had. Yeah. So, see, it's funny because, you know, at this point, I consider you my brother. I think you know that. And uh, oh, I consider have, you my brother. I was going to say, you're going to be like, oh, crickets. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I said the same know, thing. Having only <laughs> having only seen you in person now twice, which is no three times. Three, three times. times we shared a bed. That counts no, 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 as a no. that good. trust me, that was number two. <laughs> I, I forgot I honestly forgot about quick, quick visit number one. Um but when you guys and and I think what we'll do for this episode, we'll just kind of dissect the weekend. But sure. I do want to just kind of preface and I won't get into it. Because we'll get to it when the point comes. But there's a point real early on in your reception where I was watching you and I was like, something went wrong. 
I know it. And Brian's like, what do you mean? I was just like, this is, this is my brother right here. Mm-hmm. I can tell on his face that something went wrong. And I went up to you and I was like, something go wrong? You're like, no, why? And I was like, I don't know. You just look like you were kind of like, what the fuck? And you were like, yeah, well, something minor. And, you know, but I was just like, you know what? True friends right there. Because I could tell just from your face from like a mile away. I was like, he's he's a little irritated by something. But if that was one of the biggest things that went wrong, you had a great, great weekend. It was literally like a um, an itinerary issue. Like people were speaking when they probably shouldn't have been speaking about what should be happening next when everyone else has had this the schedule and the itinerary of how everything's supposed to go for months. Mm-hmm. So that was a little agitating. So yeah, we uh, after our band entrance. Um, there was a grace that was going to be said that was not supposed to be said in that, in that moment, it was supposed to go right into our dance. And so there was a little confusion, but truth behold, it was, um, it was all good. We got everything mm-hmm. done in order and we just moved on with the evening. So, so let's, let's start with, let's take it from the top. Well, yeah, let's start with that? Wednesday. Let's start with Wednesday. Let's start with uh, start with only like saw you guys for the first time. Well, no, start with start earlier in the day. So you got to spend. You had dinner with David and Danielle, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. We, so how, we, how was that? Uh, that was terrific. Uh, we took them to one of our favorite spots here in Vegas called Vintner Grill, mm-hmm. and it's a very like chic slash sixties vibe, modern like. It's got like its own little vibe there. It's in like a business center, so you don't even expect it to be there. But um, it was great. I mean, it was really intimate. It was it was nice to kind of like talk with Daniel and David about like you know marriage and what they've been through and advice. And we talked a little bond, and then we talked a little bit about us. Actually, we talked a lot about us. You know, we kind of went into the history of our relationship, which a lot of people don't know all the facets of it, but, um, me and you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, but it was a great dinner. And then, um, after that, I knew you got, you and Brian had landed and I was like, well, let's see if they're up for kind of like rolling on with the party. And I think they were feeling the effects of jet lag and we were, we reached out to you guys and you guys were kind of jet lagged yourselves. So we were like heading home and then, Brianne texts me back like, oh, no, let's go get a drink. I'm going to change your mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, we turned around, came down. I think Cassandra gave me a damn it because she wanted to go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but then after the fact, she was super happy we came down and had a drink with you guys. Yeah, so, us, too. Um, us too. We were yeah. excited that you uh, were able to squeeze us in. Oh, of course. And it was fun. It was like meeting up with like good friends. First time meeting Brienne in the flesh, which she did not disappoint. Mm. So, I mean, she is just absolutely wonderful and Thanks, um, friendly and bubbly, and she gives way better hugs than you. So, that's bullshit. I, mean, I was super, I know that that's not true. That. I, yeah. you can't even, you can't even yeah. try Let to me get tell you, riled up. When I hugged her, she wasn't letting go. So, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, well, <laughs> she was excited. So yeah, we had a we had like a little, we we legitimately did have one drink, but we uh, we all nursed that drink for about an hour and 
15 minutes or so. Close that bar shut down. Shut that bar down. Yeah. Yeah, we did. At the MGM Grand. The French fries and the cheese curds were flown. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. God, they were good. And we were just, it was funny too because, you know, n- nobody had met Brienne in person, you or Cassandra. And of course, I had met you guys, or I, sh- I shouldn't say you guys. I had met Cassandra in person once, but we immediately sat down and then bang, it was just girls talking to girls, me and you shoot the shit. Like as if everybody had known each other for 20 years and like we had just seen each other yesterday and just picking up on where we left off. It's 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 really surreal. It's a surreal feeling, you know, and it's oh, like, yeah. I mean, and, and I know we keep joking with you guys, but we're serious. You guys should just move here. <laughs> oh, you think I didn't look? You think I didn't look at houses right now? There ain't shit in Summerlin, so you don't I'll keep you posted. Summer. Trust me. Yeah, I know. But yeah, um, so what yeah, about the next great. day? So slide so on next, Thursday. N- next day, so Friday morning, or sorry, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, it was everyone was like, I think you went on your hike, which does you have like an episode coming out tomorrow on YouTube about I it? I do. I do, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm sure there's gonna be perennial laughs in there. It was actually it's it's more so uh kind of like pictures. I mean, there's definitely video clips in there, but you know, David had Asked me if Brienne and I would be interested a while ago. And, you know, of course, whether it was David or you or Kyle, no matter what the request, I was going to say, yeah, because we don't get to see you guys, you know? So I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, let's do it. And then, of course, Brienne's like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I knew she did yeah, want to go hiking. <laughs> well, and it, was, it wasn't so much she didn't want to go. It was more so just like the quick turnaround you know what i mean like we landed met with you went to bed and literally so for a little bit of like the itinerary for us we weren't going to land until thursday morning initially and then i was like this is ridiculous like let's just go wednesday night this is stupid so we had already booked all of our stuff at the jw marriott of course near where you were getting married and then we got a really good deal on the mgm grand so we literally Spent the night at MGM Grand Wednesday, but met with David and Danielle at JW Marriott by like 7.30 in the morning or something the next day. So Brianne and I were checked out of the MGM Grand by 7.15 a.m. Like we checked in by like 9 p.m. <laughs> and was we're, we didn't even spend 12 hours there. You know what I mean? So it was just like, I think that was the big like, you know, but it was one of those things where you just get some food in your system and you go out there and we just got to hang out with, you know, I mean, David and Danielle, they're incredible people, man. And we had the best time chit-chatting about you guys and, you know, being able to to do these things thanks to you and Cassandra, you know, inviting us out there to celebrate your your nuptials, nup, nuptials, whatever the it's called. But, you know, it was just cool. It's just, it, you know, and it, it was beautiful. And I will tell you, uh, spoiler alert, when we flew home Sunday, we landed at 4.30 in the morning, Detroit time. We took a red eye from Vegas to Detroit. We stopped and got McDonald's breakfast at like 6 a.m. Hell yeah. Unofficial Ate sponsor at, of Bond's apartment. Damn right. <laughs> Went to bed. And then by the time I woke up, it was literally probably quarter to 5 p.m. And I had a <laughs> hockey game at 6 and then another one at seven right after Mm. so with all that said i was 
dead ass tired, but it was unbelievably worth it. Unbelievably worth it. It was fantastic. So <sighs> you guys finished your hike up and then you did a little pull time. I'm 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 assuming I'm I wasn't there, so I'm speaking yeah. in the yep. assumption realm. Yeah, so we so we uh we went hiking that that took a couple hours. It was like six miles, but it was incredibly beautiful. And actually, now that I re- I remember what the hockey story was for, one hockey game was shockingly way more difficult than that hike. I don't know if it was just because the weather was nice, the company was great, and you know the scenery is just incredible. But Brianna and I, I think we we held our own out there, bushwhacking and shit. <laughs> i mean machetes crawling you know it was crazy you don't but need yeah. a machete out there it's no, all rocks definitely, definitely don't need a machete didn't <laughs> even see an animal literally didn't even see like a spider nothing um <laughs> but yeah so after that we went back to the hotel we were thinking about going to the strip but we didn't went to the pool with david and danielle um i don't know why i can't remember what happened for dinner that night uh, didn't you guys go to elsa Go or sorry that, that was next, next yes place, right that next was door. yeah you yeah. were literally right next door to us and we had no idea no we were at, we were at echo and reg having our uh rehearsal dinner yeah so was, how did that go did not go that great i'm yeah. not gonna lie we got there on time so started at 5 30 and they they didn't start taking our or, or sorry sorry it, the reservations are at 6 30 so Rehearsal started at five. We got done. We headed over. Um, six fifteen. We headed over. So we got the red at six thirty. Got sat, and we got some drinks flowing. And they're just going to take our appetizer orders at seven thirty. And so we've been there for a whole hour. Nothing had happened. And cocktail like, hour was supposed co- to be at what yeah, time? So we had a cocktail um, gathering at eight at the Red Rock Hotel, which we were staying at. And everyone's gonna be gonna be getting there, and we're like, shit, like we're the hosts. We got we gotta get going. So at seven thirty, we put in our order, and at seven fifty, our food hit the table. And I was like, we gotta like smash this food real fast. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, Cassandra ate uh, a fillet faster than I'd ever seen a little girl eat one in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> like I was almost, herself. I was almost done, and she was like almost finishing her sides, and her steak was already in her tummy. I was like, wow, yeah. she was hungry. And so, you also were like, yeah, I, I am definitely making the right decision here. Yes, 100%. I yeah. was like, if she can eat, I'm good. Uh, so, yeah, so we got in the car at 7.57 um, and jetted over there. And we, we were like maybe a couple minutes late. And there was just a few people down there. And we're like, oh, okay. And then people started flowing in. It was crazy. By like 8.30, the place was packed. Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, even people that were at the bar that weren't part of our group were like kind of just getting up and leaving because they realized we were just going to overrun this bar. Yeah, time to move. Streets closed, pizza boy. (laughs) So, I mean, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was cool to like kind of let people mingle for the first time and kind of get the lay of the land. And there were some funny pictures taken of, you know, myself, you and Kyle and David together Mm. and... (laughs) It's just a great time. Like my family showed up, my dad's side, and I was just really happy to see everyone participate. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is a good way to kick it off. Got to meet your mom. Got to meet my mom. Literally an angel on earth. 
What yeah. a fucking saint that woman is. <laughs> oh my god. She apparently I think she DM Brienne today. What? Yes. Oh man. Brienne was like, I got a I got a DM from Jaya. I'm like, I don't know who that is. She's like, Lorenzo's mom. I was like, wait, what? And it was just <laughs> like so nice to meet you. I don't know. I'd have to I because I think I was like cooking. So I have to like actually you know what? I'm gonna hang up right now and I'm gonna go find out. It's that important. But yeah, your mom was incredible. What a sweetheart. We'll get we'll get into more with your mom too, of course, as we get closer to the actual wedding piece of this episode. Yeah. So I mean, everything was going good, and then you know it got the bar closed at ten, and we pretty much said we're not done yet. So people kept hanging out, and I think it got around ten thirty, and Cassandra was like kind of getting tired. She's like, I think I'm going to go home. So walked her up to the room to grab her stuff and then walked her to a car and then she parked on the other side of the hotel. So that took more time because there's a group of people that wanted to kind of keep going. And by the time I got back to the bar um, and said goodnight to her, everyone had left and only a few people had gone to the casino to have a drink. One of them being my, my best man, Nick, uh, he and his buddy Gable, who I went to high school with, um, we're going to play some roulette and have a couple cocktails. Well, in the time I was walking to them, I got a message on my phone from the guy who I had rented his Aston Martin telling me that he had to cancel the reservation 12 hours before our wedding. And I was like, this is just not good. Well, what was his me. reasoning? And at, and at this point for the listener, this was a surprise. Lorenzo had planned for, you know, I mean, none of us knew that he was he was doing this. Probably a select, maybe like no, Nick or only, whoever. Only, only person that really knew about it was Cassandra, my dance instructor, and the venue. I didn't tell anyone else. Yeah. So I'm like kind of going into a panic because I'm like, you know, like it's a big thing for me. It was like part of my, part of the day. It was something I wanted to do, you know. And I'm like, I knew there was only two cars in town that are available to rent from toro and i was like mm, okay so i like started looking and i had the car for two days for friday and saturday so like they show you all the options that are available for friday and saturday and for like you know the amount of money i was spending to rent this car i was like i don't know if i really want to spend this kind of money on something that's not going to complete that that whole emotion for me you know mm -hmm. like driving a really expensive mercedes or like you know some sort of like Lamborghini or something that isn't going to really feel like me. I almost didn't want to do it. I was like, almost I was like, I'll just take my car. Screw it. Like, I don't care. Like you gotta do what you gotta do. But I was pretty determined to get, to get this done. And so I reduced the search down to one day and then that other Aston Martin popped up. So it was only available on Friday. It wasn't available on Saturday. So I was thankfully, I was lucky to secure this other one, which was white. And it was just beautiful and it like worked perfect for the wedding. I thought it was appropriate. Um, the one before was this uh, charcoal gray one with aftermarket rims. So it wasn't really like, it looked nice, but it wasn't as nice as the white one. Mm -hmm. So ended up working out better for me. It was cheaper. So that got avoided, you know, that, that disaster. And then, uh, then I started playing some craps with my friends, which not crap, sorry, some roulette not really a fan of roulette like i i just not i don't like playing it but they're like all into it so i was like fuck it i'll play it so it got down 300 
and just started like working my way back. And then I was like, this guy next to me, he um he plays he's like, I'm feeling black ten, I'm feeling black ten. And I was like, damn, that's my number. Ten's my lucky number. It's always been my lucky number. It's the number I've worn in sports my whole life. Um I was like, I got I gotta play this number with this guy. So I had a hundred dollars left. So I put fifty of it on black and I put fifty of it on black ten. And sure as shit, it hit black ten and I went nuts because <laughs> I mean I had I'd pretty much cleared about two thousand dollars at that point. So I was just really pumped. Mm-hmm. And so I I knew at that moment I needed to take my money and I needed to leave. Yeah. And so and that's exactly what right. I did. So I took my money, left. You know, went home, slept, and then the next morning it was like just more shit that had to get done. You know, the, the day of the wedding, so the car was being dropped off at eleven. I had you guys come in the room at twelve, which got pushed to twelve thirty, which got pushed to twelve forty-five. Um, I had the photographer showing up in the room at twelve thirty, um, and I had to take the rum for the watch event, two cases of Blackwell rum down to the strip. So when I got the car, which took a hot minute to find because the, the, the instructions of where it was left was not as clear as I, I thought they were going to be. Found it, got adjusted, got, got kind of acquainted with, with the Aston Martin uh, Vantage. And me and my friend took off to the valet where my car was parked on the other side of the building. And I jumped in my car and I grabbed the rum that I had brought over that morning earlier put it in the back of the car and drove down the strip to Cosmo or sorry to crystals. And so popped in, popped in there, dropped it off with the boutique manager, Tim, and then came right back. So it was like, it was a little stressful to have to like run down the strip during the NFL draft, which was like kind of screwing up everything for mm-hmm. everyone this weekend. Mm-hmm. But, um, got back probably at 12, 15. I'd walked into my room and I was like, okay, I gotta start getting ready. So it was, Everything from like Wednesday till this moment, everything was rush, 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 rush. Like there's no like, oh, let's just do a leisure pace. There, it was always rushing and falling behind or like not being on time. And I was just like, God, I can't keep doing this. This is driving me crazy. Right. So got dressed, photographer showed up. You guys showed up in the room. I had some drink, had some uh, had the watches there for everyone to see. So a lot of people finally got to see the whole collection which i don't even know if other than you i don't think kyle had seen all of them i don't think david had seen all of them at that point like there was a lot of people that had not seen all the watches together and so um got ready we got some fun photos together there was some there was a nice toast that was given by my friend nick my best man nick and um it was just you know it was cool it was exactly what i wanted like i wanted to just chill with you guys beforehand and then um then we headed to the church and it was like i think i was like five minutes late which the limo was already there cassandra was there in the limo and i was like great <laughs> like i couldn't see her but i saw the limo there and i was like they must have left really early because they were supposed to get there at 315 and i got there at 305 and they were there and i was like okay why are they here right you know so um that was a little strange um but parked the car 
came in to the church and you just get this sense of like, wow, this is about to go down. Like, like it's, this is the moment, this is the day, you know? And so the church I got married at, they don't really have like a room or anything for the groom and the bride. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of like moseying around the church, like, like just kind of waiting. And then the videographer showed up and he got me all mic'd up and, it was it was fine because he couldn't figure out the mic and i'm sitting there and helping him because that's what i do for a living and and then my buddy ray mendez showed up which was cool it was the first time i saw him you know since he arrived he got there early on friday morning so there's this really oh, cool yeah. moment of him like walking up to me and like us you know giving each other a hug and you know just kind of chit-chatting but uh i mean i was ready dude like i was ready like what about you like what was your process kind of like after you left the room um so, you know, the whole hanging out with you beforehand was, I thought, just an unbelievably nice touch. That was so cool, you know, just to kind of be a part of that, you know, because um, you didn't really have a bridal party. You know what I mean? You had a best man and a maid of honor. So that was kind of like it kind of felt like we were part of your bridal party. You know what I mean? Like all your guys were in the room. Everybody's dressed to the nines, all black tie. Me and my velvet brother in there together. Your one buddy. I, I didn't. I, don't, I think what was his name? God, why can't I think of his name? Who was the Gable. other guy wearing the velvet? Gabe. Gable. Yeah. Okay. Mike, I think right. Tall guy. Yes. 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 Yeah. Awesome dude. So he and I yeah, were like velvet, guy. velvet twins. Um. But yeah, you man, we got clip, great. You had your clip on tie. No, it wasn't clip on tie. It wasn't a clip on tie. It was a pre-tied tie. It was a pre-tied. <laughs> tie that you clip you all you gave me so much shit anytime Dude, i saw you fan, you better know how to tie a bow tie that's all yeah, i gotta well, say if you don't know how to tie that when my own do wedding comes favor, i'll do go, it go go get a self-tie bow tie and practice 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 I but i saved you paisan i had yes, an extra did. one i tied you up you look sharp i sure did no it's I in my room prayed it, i bet you prayed it didn't get untied <laughs> no rainer or rainer actually fixed it like 40 times <laughs> so uh but yeah i mean but that was one of those ones where i mean i didn't even go to the bathroom at your wedding so i never saw myself you know what i mean but yeah it was cool to be a part of that and then um we kind of expected to go back to the hotel and and maybe like kind of change back and then get redressed but we were with you long enough to where we just went back and picked up the girls and hopped in the car and uh away we went and i think so, we uh had kyle so, with us so tell me about like getting to the church and all that stuff because like a lot of that stuff i didn't get to experience from like a guest standpoint like, like yeah what, what, so, what was the tone what was the mood was it like you know i mean we were excited we were you know like I said, David, Kyle, and I had the best time in the room. And then, of course, it was when we got back to the hotel, we saw Rainer. So we were thrilled to see Rainer and uh, and his wife. So, you know, we were excited about that. Went up. I grabbed Brianne. Um, David got Danielle. We met back up, got in the car. Uh, yeah, so when we showed up to the church, the first thing we did was take pictures with the Aston. More pictures, I should say. So Brianne and Kyle had like a little mini photo shoot together in front of the Aston Martin, which was hilarious. Oh, I forgot that. I forgot I took you guys down to see the Aston Martin before I left. Yeah. Yep. So um, yeah, you so knew because Cassandra spilled the beans to you the night before. I did know, but I didn't tell anybody. 
I know. I didn't say you did, but <laughs> I know you didn't. I told say her it. I was I'm like, how? It. I told her I was like, how could you blow that this close? What'd she say? She felt bad. Yeah, she felt bad. Well, I told her not to worry about it. I was like, it's not a big deal. No one cares. I mean, I was pretty excited. I couldn't wait to see it, but <laughs> but yeah. So you know, and then we got in. The church was beautiful. Um, kind of shot the breeze. Got our got our seats real quick, and then um, you know, it was it was showtime, and uh, it, it went down, man. You guys got married. So were you like looking at me, or were you looking at Cassandra when she came in? Uh, both. So I kind of watched Cassandra like halfway and then I turned and looked at you, but where I was sitting and the way everybody was standing, I couldn't really see your face as, you know, as clear as I wanted to, I kind of had to like mm -hmm. move and like, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of did a little half and half. And then of course, once Cassandra like passed us then I was watching you, I was trying to see if you're going to cry. I definitely welled up a little bit. Yeah. That, that's a memory I'll never forget was like the way i felt when i saw her like yeah. uh, up. and the way the church is it's like it's like angled up so like it's almost like she's walking down towards me so it was it was Surreal. like an overwhelming feeling i will say that yeah. but i mean i didn't like they got welly but they didn't there weren't drops coming down so i was like okay i held it together pretty good and it's not that i didn't want to cry it's just i just didn't i don't know it's just like it's a joyful like experience like it was very um i was just i was just overwhelmed with happiness that that's right. how i how i'll describe it like there's no feeling like it yeah you know yeah i mean it was beautiful man so we do the thing the the pa the, the pastor like kind of starts off with like a really rocky story which i was like where are we going here you mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. I don't know if you, if you you felt the same way, but I was just like, okay, what's happening right here? That ended up being funny. No, it was really funny. Yeah. And then, you know, like uh, after we like, you know, kind of went through it and, you know, did the thing and started walking back up the aisle. It was just like, wow, it's done. Like, just like that. It went really quick. Like, uh, I thought it was going to take an hour. It took, what, like 45 minutes? Yep. It was a quick little, let's get her done. Shindig, yeah. Yeah, there was actually more time left over than we thought. Yep, yep, yeah. He, they moved it along pretty well. So Especially. let's let's fast forward a little bit to getting to the reception because I feel like people kind of like went off and did other things in between, and there's a little bit of time. But you guys got to the room. Um, what was the mood in the room when you guys got there? Like, like at the actual reception, you're saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, all, we just went to the place next door, that little French cafe or whatever it was. Mark Bouchon's. Had, yeah, had, some, had a few drinks. Um, and then, yeah, so we went over. And uh, immediately, David and Kyle noticed that you had us at table seven, of course. Of course. Which then I was, like, unbelievably honored that it was literally right next to the two of you guys. So you guys had one of those like kind of forgot. What do they call it? Like a honeymoon table or what do they call it? Sweetheart table. That's the one. So yeah. I was like, you know, but then quickly once the speeches started, I was like, fuck, like I'm in every shot, <laughs> you know, and I'm like trying not to cry and like, cause everybody's speeches were so good. You know what I mean? But I mean, fuck, 
We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. Jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, jumping ahead. But yeah, so you I guys mean, yeah, find your was... seat. You guys got your cocktails. So I can't see anything at this point. I I arrived. I'm in the back, kind of tucked away in a side place. Yeah, came through a back door. Like it was, it was crazy. They like snuck us in, and the way our room's set up, it's like an L shape, and we're like, we're in this like little like bridal room where you can get ready, and it's like mm-hmm. literally offset to the bathrooms, like right there. So we walk right in the middle of the dance floor, and so what happened next? Like, like kind of walk me through what, like, how, from your perspective, what, like, how did it all go down? Yeah, so we we sat down, and um, basically immediately we're like let's let's go get drinks so um to the bartenders you know kind of made a mistake i guess but immediately just started pulling the bollinger pouring the bollinger for us which i think was supposed to be just for the toast but we were already sipping bollinger before you guys (laughs) had even made your (laughs) had made your uh i was fucking pissed yeah well i mean if, if it makes you feel any better most of it went to our table so also pisses me off even more you guys had your fair share of it yeah well i mean (laughs) i think we probably had three glasses each but the third glass was the the actual toast glass but um yes we just started drinking and then i can't remember if yeah so once everybody was in there i think they announced like for the first time you know mr and mrs lorenzo and selmo and then you had a fucking marching band come plowing through. <laughs> and it was funny too, because we were actually still in the French place when we saw them. Uh-huh. And for a split second, I thought maybe this is part of their wedding, but I was like, it can't be. Cause they, it literally looks like they're a bunch, like a bunch of high school kids. I was <laughs> like, like they should be in school or like just getting home from school. Cause it is like, what o'clock. five o'clock at this time yeah well, five o'clock at this yeah point, so i'm like yeah. they should be eating dinner like telling their parents that they failed an exam or something like what are they doing here so <laughs> yeah once that started i mean i was it was where we were sitting i mean they blew right by our table like we were right oh, yeah. we were in the thick of everything like the speeches the marching band sit next to you guys all of it so yeah that i mean that was cool i said to brian i was like this i've never that was something i had never seen so the fact that I was able to go to the wedding and not only see something I had never seen, but it also not be something stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I can't be like, oh, I've never been to a wedding where uh, you know, the groom was breakdancing. Like I don't I don't want to see that. But this was something I was like, this shit's cool. So yeah, what was your perspective on that now that we can talk about me and Cassandra did issue. not not stop looking at each other like and being giddy we had the door cracked we didn't want to see us but we're like listening and we're just like could not wait to to hear the reaction of everyone yeah and then just all of a sudden we start hearing the drums and shit and we're like oh yeah baby (laughs) (laughs) like like this was like one of our big surprises we had Mm -hmm. and you know i i've seen very little footage of it but it looked phenomenal yeah like their entrance looks like it like really like energized the room yeah it was cool. which was was like completely the idea you know and this was like so i came up with the, with the concept because we were like talking about grand entrance and we had all different concepts kind of we were throwing back and forth and then um 
I think I'd watched Wolf of Wall Street and I said, why don't we just oh, do, a, yes. do a marching band? And she kind of looked at me and she's like, you want to do that? And I was like, can we do that? She's like, I don't know. I was like, okay, let's find out. And so we like tried a bunch of places. Like the professional ones are like three grand Holy for 20 shit. minutes. And I'm like, what the f-? like, I don't need all that. So yeah. then her, we had a, a friend of ours tell us that, oh, the high school might do it if you do a donation. So Cassandra, credit to her, she set it up. I was the pioneer of the idea and the music. She was the she was the Planner. one that facilitated it and got it done. So yeah. it was a team effort, but we were super duper excited about that, and it was worth every penny. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just awesome. Like everyone looked excited, and, and I just we felt good. We felt real good. And so what was supposed to happen? If we're really going by the script here, they were supposed to play the James Bond theme when we're announced, and then we come out, and then they're supposed to finish by playing it on the way out. But they played it and then finished, and then they walked out, which was weird. Yeah. And then this is where the mistake happened because we were supposed to be introduced into our first dance right off of that. And then her parents had said, oh, no, we're doing the to- or the, the prayer first. The blessing of the food. Sorry, that's what they call it. Blessing of the food. And I'm just like, wait a minute. No, this is not the order of things. We are supposed to do our dance. Then that's supposed to happen. And so I think they're like, people were trying to rush to get the food going. And I'm like, look, we need to have our dance. It takes literally three minutes. Let's do this thing. Right. So like we got to do it. And I would say we did 95% of it right. And I screwed up one little portion of it and it's because i forgot my last step before i needed to get to the grand finale which is it's like a reverse box after Mm -hmm. coming out of the waltz the reverse waltz um spins so like it ended up being good though it was like to me we were really happy how it turned out and it looked great and everyone seemed to be impressed you know and it was a lot of work went into that ton of work went into that did your dance instructor give you shit for missing a step she said it looked great she said she could she said no barely even noticed it yeah i was like awesome i didn't so (laughs) so yeah so we finished with that and so that were you guys surprised by the music were you like kind of like yeah i mean the music was fantastic you had a great blend of all kinds of stuff there was some bond in there and you know some standards and yeah it was fantastic you know you guys you guys did it perfectly and we had talked about this before about whether or not it was going to be like throwing up james bond or just the right amount it was perfect you guys nailed it yeah you don't want it to be the focal point you want it to be like just a couple little tidbits there so so then we, we like kind of got like, I mean, the next thing that happened is, you know, dinner started and then we finally got into the speeches. So like, I mean, the speech part, what did you think of like Sarah's speech and all that? And like everyone else's, I thought her speech was so good. I thought it was so good. And, you know, so she, Sarah, Cassandra's sister gave a speech and not only was it good, it was very well thought out. And it was very, she, she enunciated, like she, she didn't miss a beat. She, you know what I mean? She was just fantastic. But at one point in time, she looks at Lorenzo and says, Lorenzo, Cassandra is not your bond girl. And I look at Brianna, I go, he's going to hit her. 
<laughs> I go, he's going to beat the shit out of her. That was the wrong move. But then she flipped it around and said, she is your mission. And then, of course, everyone's like, Brian's like crying and shit. And I was like, oh, she got him. But then she turns and says, Cassandra, same to you. But yeah, when she goes, she is not your Bond girl. And everyone was like, ooh, and they're laughing. And I was like, he is going to smack this chick. <laughs> but uh, TBK yeah, from our table. Yeah. <laughs> been, been over. <laughs> not like anybody there had one or anything. But so, uh, <laughs> uh, Kyle. So, uh, Kyle. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, a Nick speech was was also great. Uh, such a nice dude. And, you know, let's touch on Nick for a minute with what he had to do with the Hoove having to having to to miss due to COVID last minute. I mean, that's yeah. So being a best for, man's got to be a lot of pressure, but that's going to make it for even For those crazier. that are listening, my, my best man, uh, buddy Chris Hoover, who the Hoove, who we've had him on here before, he uh, – he got COVID Saturday, little six days before the wedding, and we were like hoping he was going to have a miraculous recovery and be better by Wednesday. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. And it just made <clears throat> it made the whole thing kind of going into it extremely stressful. You know, like uh, me and Chris have been friends for a very long time, and we know each other very well, but um. He was bummed. I was bummed. It wasn't an easy conversation. It was an easy choice to make. It wasn't, but we knew we had to. We had to do the right thing. And honestly, he wasn't making it any easier on me because he was making sure I was the one making the decision instead of him saying, "Hey, look, I got to bow out." So right. he was making me put the final final nail in the coffin. And you know, unfortunately, like he just couldn't come. And you know, I'm really sad he wasn't able to come there and be there. You know, and celebrate and. You know, fulfill his duties as the best man, but I still love him. Um, he was there in spirit. A lot of him was marked all over this event, and um, Nick was very gracious. And I've known Nick just as long as Chris, if not a, maybe a little bit longer. I can't remember so long. I've known mm-hmm. them about the same amount of time. And Nick stepped in and and was so willing and eager to like help and, and and facilitate and he made my life a lot easier, and so kudos to him for being there, being able to like just jump in and kind of take the reins and you know and help Chris out in in this time and help me out. So, but yeah, Nick's speech like Jesus, just to the core, man, mm-hmm. to the core, like it was. Oh, it was very emotional. It was very um, heartfelt, and like Nick's been there through the, all the stuff I've been through, and so has Chris. But just seeing him break down like that, like it just like got me. I mean, I don't think there was a dry eye in the room. No, <laughs> aside from the fact that Vegas is very dry. <laughs> no, it was a fantastic speech, and and I made sure that I went up to both of them after. Nick and Sarah and I was like, you guys crushed it. And Nick and I actually got to talk a lot longer. But uh, you know, I was just like, you you are a true friend for sure. What you've had to step up and do, and then to handle it the way he did, he that guy's a legend. Yeah, he actually listens to our podcast. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't. I did but not I mean, know that. Even, he he listens to it secretly, I guess, because he never says anything about any of the episodes. Yeah, I'm like well, shout who, out to Nick. Who, 
Unlike the Hoove, who's our like outside like critiquer. Yeah. I'm Hoove's sure he'll like, Luke to turn the music down. Now every time <laughs> literally every single time I edit an episode now, I think of Christopher Hoover and how I have to keep the music down. <laughs> so Chris, I'll keep the music down for you, buddy. <laughs> we missed you, man. Actually, and and this is completely true. So a couple days before your wedding. I was going through and I was like putting in my iPhone calendar, you know, where we're going to be and when and whatever. And I noticed I had like 10 different options as a calendar. So I deleted all of them and then lost a bunch of contacts, including like (laughs) yours, you know, like literally brands, mom, like all kinds of people. And the Hoove was one of them. So of course it was kind of like, as I was getting texts from people like today, Chris Morales sent me a text. I had to go through to see who it was. I had no clue who it was. So as Nick started to give his speech, I immediately was like, maybe I should try to FaceTime Hoove. So I was like, Brianne, grab my phone. But my phone was charging on the ground. And she like, I was just like, ah, fuck, forget it. Because then I was like, if she grabs my phone, like it's already starting. Then I got to like find his number because I know it's not saved anymore. You know what I mean? And then I was like, that would have been awesome. Missed that opportunity. But I know it's on video and shit, but that would have been cool if he could see it in real time. But he really, but that- he just got, he just got the speeches today. I just got the speeches today. So like on video. Know, yes. Someone had recorded some of uh, had recorded them. So like I have them. So I haven't watched them yet. So I'm going to go back and watch them um, probably after we're done recording. But it was, uh, yeah, it was, he's a great dude. And I'm, you know, I wish he could have been there. But I mean, we were joking that if there was a prop bet sheet for my wedding, (laughs) Chris Hoover missing the wedding would have been like 500 to one. Yeah. Plus 5,000. Yeah. We already been rich. Uh, That's what he said. (laughs) Yeah. So what happened after that? So, so then, after that, then you guys hit the photo booth. No, not not quite. I mean, we got let's not avoid the food here. The food was fantastic. Oh. And we were, I am I we've been hearing that. I immediately jumped on my wagon of trying to hunt you guys down to make sure you ate. Brianne time, timed it. Mm-hmm. Your food was set down and an hour and 15 minutes went by and you still hadn't been able to eat it legit so after probably 45 i went up to you and you were like yeah i know like fuck we're gonna try whatever and um then eventually you sat down they took it away and then they were like we're gonna bring you new one and then you came up to me and you said when this food comes come find me come so find me. and then when- the photographer grabbed me and drug me outside to take this photo yeah. right so i'm sunset. trying to find you guys and I walk out there and it's like this picturesque sunset moment under this gazebo with like the lake in the background and all this shit. And I'm, and like, he's like telling Cassandra, like where to basically grope you. <laughs> it was yeah. like super Hold the videographer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I walk out and you're like, no, 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 don't leave. I want you here for this. And I was like, I don't <laughs> think I'm comfortable. Because <laughs> you know? he was like, no, no, no. Like real slow, like up his back and around his neck real slow. I was just like, First off, this sounds like me and you in Newtown. And second, I was like, damn, like, I don't know if I should be watching this. 
Because you're getting jealous. I get it. Yeah. I make, yeah, <laughs> make jealous here. But yeah, so the food was excellent. Yeah, I scarfed down a few bites. I ate my prime rib, and and I don't know if you saw it, but like I was so terrified of having it was so juicy that I didn't want to get any, like the juice on my shirt. Mm-hmm. So I took my napkin, like had to like use my chin to hold it in place. So yeah, I could eat yeah. This fucking food. Oh, um, uh, Cassandra was making fun of me. I was like, trust me, when you're wearing Tom Ford, you'll do these things. Right. You just don't want anything on it. Right. So, so one thing we skipped over was your mom's speech. Which is yes. incredibly emotional. And um, I mean, you know, obviously it was a lot about your dad and how proud she is of you. You know, that was that was when Brienne was basically like, I need to leave or I'm gonna <laughs> die. I'm gonna die in this chair. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like, wow, like what and you know, and she is just like I, you know, just like such a warm human being. You know what I mean? Just, you know, that was, that was a tough moment because what, like once I, like, a, like I said, and I'm sure people will see it if you post it on Instagram or Facebook, when the wedding video is done, you will probably see when Lorenzo gets up to hug his mom mid speech and they're both, you know, very, very emotional. I'm in the background, like, fuck me. <laughs> and Brianne's like, probably what? and I'm just like looking at the two of them. Like trying not to cry, and I'm just like, damn it! Like, why do I have to be sitting here? But it made sense because, you know, we're brothers and we're partners in crime, and I was uh, pretty damn close to you. I could reach out and rub your little lap <laughs> as you I'm ate. Literally, so. every time I look left, you're the first person I saw. Yeah. Like, it was really funny. Yeah. Like I, I was like thinking in my head, I was like, wow, it's like I never get to just like look left and there's Luke. Like it's. It, it's funny because we do this podcast all the time. I look at the screen. It's not the same, man. It's no, never the same as it is in person, but it, you know, and not to, not to jump to this, but leaving Brianne said, and I'm not even kidding multiple times. It was the best vacation she's ever been on the best. And I swear to God, it is only because of you guys and David and Danielle and Kyle and, and the wedding. It was just so perfect, you know, at least for us, there was not a single hiccup, not a single issue. Everyone was great. And she she immediately got to experience what it's like with this Bond community and what it's like to not be able to see these people all the time and have to leave these people and how shitty of a feeling that is. Truly, you know, jokes aside, it's like you feel cheated. You know what I mean? You really, really do. Yeah. And um, but, you know, I mean, listen to David's podcast yesterday. That's so basically, and he basically said, he's like, you know, I am so thankful to Lorenzo and Cassandra for allowing me to be there and to be invited to an event for once, you know, and it's kind of like, I mean, shit, think about it. If you guys hadn't gotten married, I wouldn't be seeing you until end of July, you know, yeah. and then November. So it's like, you know, or maybe September for something else, but you know what I mean? It's just like shit. You know, that's it's nuts. It's nuts because it's gotten to the point where you guys have become closer and better friends to me than people I have known my entire life. And I, I don't say that as a joke. It's entirely true. Well, that's that's a bit that's really nice to hear that. We you know, we're very fond of you guys and we love you and 
it's so nice like like the time we do have together like we all know like we're gonna have a good time like i had Mm -hmm. such a i'm gonna jump jump a little ahead but i mean saturday was just great just being at the pool just being around each other like hanging out yeah it was nice like like that you wish you could just do that whenever you want the, the reality is we can't so yeah yeah i mean we just have to make an effort to do that yeah i mean it's uh i don't know man it's it's weird and and the thing is too like i said earlier in the episode how thankful we were that you guys made the time to come to the strip and hang out with us wednesday night but I mean, truly, I mean, it's your wedding weekend. You got all kinds of people in from out of town and you literally had called us five minutes after we got in the taxi. It was like you knew, you know, and I know you knew when we were going to land, but I think we landed a little late and it just, it was just like perfect timing, you know, and Cassandra, she manned up. I know she was tired. Even Danielle, David's wife was telling us like she was yawning when we were with her, you know, Mm -hmm. and she was, but she still came out, you know, and it's just like, but of course, as usual, never enough time. You know, we could spend an hour or a week straight, and it's it's never enough time, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But it's the reality of the situation. It is the reality of for it. now, until for somebody now. moves. Who will it be? I don't know. Maybe we can just all pick like a central spot. Let's hey, I'm I'm, I'm down with central spot. I'm not going to do Michigan, but I might be open to somewhere. Trust else. me, I don't want to do Michigan. <laughs> I am here. So let's. David, let's David's um, like Newtown, Newtown. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll all end up there because that we had a. Hey, as long as the House of I comes with an Aston Martin, you know, and David's yeah. salary, we'll be good. I mean, the first <laughs> thing I saw when we pulled in, when I pulled into Newtown, was a different Aston Martin. It turned out to be somebody coming to the party. So it's just, I guess it's like a new town thing, but what was next? So I went out there, got you, you guys started eating after that, the dance floor opened up. So a certain somebody was dancing with a certain somebody and we were all loving every second of it. Who was that? (laughs) Uh, You could say it. (laughs) Oh, he's, he's down with it. Kyle Barbeau was getting down with Cassandra's sister and we were, all cheering on the sidelines and then they're all oh. like they're all like waving us over i'm like fuck that this is your moment i don't want <laughs> we'll anything to do with it. it yeah yeah no that was uh that was fun to see uh and then me and you had a little moment we got to tango a little bit i can't you know what i keep trying to find didn't somebody send us that video i thought david yes. sent us that video i don't have it and it's not like oh, in any fine. of the conversations or anything me and you dancing and I have a cigar in my mouth is probably the funniest shit. I know. And 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 for everybody listening, the videographer for I mean, first David got it all on video, but the videographer, Lorenzo and I were doing basically a, a awful tango and a mm-hmm. very like a very like manly, like just masculine, rough around the edges tango. And we had one point, yeah. And then we forced Kyle to do a three-person tango. But at one point, Lorenzo and I went and basically slammed our hands into the lens of the videographer's camera. So this is going to be, I'm assuming, a focal point of this video at some point in time, which I cannot wait to see. But I mean, and we, and then after we grabbed Kyle, the three of us at one point we all kind of separated, and I kind of did like a little. We all kind of did a thing with our arms. We got a big round of applause. So then <laughs> you don't know this. Everyone's cracking up. I, I, you basically kind of very gently tossed me towards where the, where all the crowd was. 
and and Brianna and Cassandra happened to be standing next to each other. And I said, uh, I think I said to her, I was like, that was one rough ride. And then I looked at Cassandra and said, you are a saint, (laughs) (laughs) which was like, you know, of course me an innuendo. And she just bust out laughing. And I think that's on David's video. I'm pretty, you can't hear it, but you can see it. I think, which I mean, it was just funny, dude. And, um, you know, another thing I'll tell you, because after this, I got I got to be done with all the emotional shit. <clears throat> but we were outside after this, and it was David, Danielle, and I, and Brianne, and Kyle. And Kyle was kind of off talking to somebody else, so it was the four of us there. And then your mom came out, and she was talking to David and Danielle, and they were just, you know, talking about how great you are. And, you know, and we all were, but then she came to me and I, and I said to her, I I was like, I want to tell you a story real quick about your son. And of course, Brienne was like, oh, here we go. And I look, I was like, (laughs) one time, please humor me. So I said to her, I go, you know, Brienne and I are getting married in, in November. And I was like in my bachelor parties at the end of July. And I was like, I wasn't able to make it to Lorenzo's. I know he's got to fly out for my wedding. And of course I wanted him to be at my bachelor party, but it's a golf thing. And I was like, you know, and I don't like to, to, uh, to like put, make people feel obligated to do things. And I was like, but really, really, really early, like 4am one morning, I found out that two of my oldest friends weren't coming. And I was like, and Lorenzo was the first person I spoke to. And he was like, I don't give a shit what you're doing for your bachelor party. I will be there. And I was like, so your son, who I've known for two years, you know what I mean? Proved to me that he is more of a brother to me than almost anybody I know. You know what I mean? I was like, he is the most selfless person I've ever met. And he's so, I forgot the word I used. Because it, it, believe it or not, it was very eloquently said, even though Brian was like giving me shit for trying to tell a fucking story. But it was like, <laughs> I was like, he is so consistently selfless. You know, and I was like, it, it was, you know, and she's like, that's my son, you know, and she's like, that is the man that I always knew he was going to be, you know, and I was just like, this is, I'm going to cry, you know, like, and I was like, and all right, so let's go throw your ass on the ass of Martin to take some pictures. <laughs> you know I mean? But I was shitting my pants and I'm going to lose my deposit. I know. But yeah, so I wanted to tell you about that little moment too, because that, that I told her that story right in front of Brianne, David and Danielle and, uh, you know, in, in, in fairness to me, I told it in literally like 10 seconds. It was just like, I want you to know the man your son is. You know what I mean? And what he's done for me over people, you know, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't, I don't need to get him. You know what I'm saying? I love you. I love you, guy. All right, bye. I know what you're See saying. Guys. See you guys. See you guys. <laughs> that was the, that was the uh, last ever episode of the uh, stupidest podcast you'll ever hear. Yeah, we had to let Luke go. He was making the show too weak. <laughs> Yeah, weak emotions. <laughs> he really got away from what he was good at, and that's being the hammer. Yeah. So we just said, spin. you know what? We're, we're, we're going to have some tryouts and uh, <laughs> tryouts. 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 But, anyways, okay. So after that, um, that There's was some... when the photo booth came. Yes. 
which I'm pretty sure there is a photo of you fucking me in my ass with a PPK. <laughs> yes, there is. But there's also one of me basically throating Nick with a PPK. <laughs> that one I haven't seen. <laughs> but These pictures are just going to be so inappropriate. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. The one of, and the one of me from behind with you, David is in the middle of us, kind of like, with like the most disgusted look it's like the perfectly <laughs> so it's like me doing that david purposely like disgusted and you like actually like talking to people not yeah in a conversation like just can't wait for your wedding mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. cannot wait for your i was wedding. sitting there thinking like man i gotta get ppks in my wedding yeah there was a couple there was a couple little things i did bond wise that i tried to like kind of sneak in there but uh yeah i mean that was really i mean we you know and then you guys had a field day with those oh yeah well when we were taking all the pictures so it was you and i kyle rayner david and ty i think at that point and all the wives and girlfriends and fiancés were behind the camera so all of them were taking pictures as well as the photographer and everybody was laughing. Everyone was having a good time. But then at one point I look at Brianne, she goes, all right, you guys do look pretty fucking cool. I was like, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Name a cooler. And one she's like, I- at that point, she's like, okay, I guess I will sleep with you tonight. Yeah, I guess. I Yeah. And then she was like, and you know what? I will take an Omega. I do feel like I need one too. So I'm, we- I'm the only one not wearing one. <laughs> yeah. We've got that coming. That was actually what we spent the majority of our time at the French place talking about was Omega's and then why Brienne need one, needs one. So then every time we were talking to Kyle about it, we were actually talking about what she wants to do for, for me, for our wedding. I guess she's cooked up some sort of plan that she plans on, I guess. And she told me she started to tell you in the pool. And then that's when we started to take our watch thing pictures. But um, when she was telling Kyle this, he was like, I mean, you need one. And she's like, no, no, no. Like for this is for Luke. And he's like, no, no, no. Fuck that. Like you need one. You need. I was like, Kyle, please. I need to get my second one first because I'm telling you hers will just sit in the box. I'm telling you, we need a unisex Um, one for Brienne so I can wear it too. I don't think so. I think when you get it and you wear it, you, it's a different emotion. Yeah. Well, I mean, different experience, different. When we get her one, we will spend the entire day in the boutique to make sure that it is every bit what she wants. Everything. Because it's got to be the right face uh, size, the right strap uh, size. Honestly, right dude, if you bought it for her and gave it to her, she would wear it, knowing what it means to you. That's Trust true. Me. That's that's true. how that's what went down with me and Cassandra. I swear. Yeah. I'll, I'll give know. it a whirl. I'll give it a whirl. So if she doesn't um, like it, then sell it and buy yourself a third one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so now let's talk about the Aston Martin photos with your mom. Oh my god. Walk us through that. Actually, I don't even know who told me, but someone's like, I think it was David behind me. He goes, put her on the hood. <laughs> because my mom wanted to get a picture with the Bond guy. She's like, I want a picture with the Bond. Oh, she said Bond boys. She's like, yeah. I want a picture with the Bond boys. She can like, call us Bond bitches. I don't care. And I was, like, I was like, okay, this is going to happen. So I'm I'm standing there telling her, I'm like trying to rally the troops. And then David goes, put her on the hood. And I'm like, fuck. 
<laughs> I'm like, and I'm like picking my mom up to put her on the hood of this fucking immaculate car. And I'm like, please don't fall through the hood or down it. Please yeah. don't put your heels. I told her, like, don't let your shoes touch this car. And so like, I like slide her up on there. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And my, my nuts are in my throat at this point. <laughs> and so I go over, we start snapping some pictures and, uh, I mean, it came out good. I'm not gonna lie. She oh got, yeah, she got badass. Pretty much the second best picture of the night, mm-hmm. aside from yours on the sunset with the Aston Martin, right? I don't know. I almost like the dipping one better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one yeah. where the finale of her dance. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite picture. Even that's though the Aston Martin. I'll tell you why. Because the experience of taking that photo with the Aston Martin in the desert was in between the reception and or the ceremony and the reception and we were so pressed for time and we had to go so far for it and not only that in that moment i hate my smile on it because it's not how i smile and two i literally was staring into the sun for that photo mm-hmm. like he's like close your eyes and he was like one two three okay open them and i'm like blind you know like <laughs> it was just like blasting me right in the face so like my smile wasn't it, like i'm smiling but it's not like my normal smile but whatever right. it's still like the clouds and everything it was a spectacular photo so right um so yeah so when she got off the hood i decided i was gonna throw a make-a-wish foundation moment for <sighs> my bond friends and so i handed luke the keys to the aston martin to take it around the block i was honored to be the first so yeah i uh he didn't bring it back with a full tank like i asked but he no he he, he, he drove it so I, I jumped in there and, and as I was walking over there, it was, so he had it basically parked in a spot right in front of the venue and to the left of the spot was the sidewalk and to the right was a couple empty spots. And in those empty spots was all the people chit-chatting. So I walk in and I go, I don't know if he's serious or not, but I'm fucking taking it. I don't even care. <laughs> so I just blast off. And uh, of course I'm leaving the parking lot. This woman's like, flicking at me to go and i'm just like bitch like turn like come on like do you see what kind of car i'm in i don't want to be near anybody go away you're you're gonna hit me i'm not gonna hit you yeah exactly (laughs) so she moves and she makes a right and i'm like well left looks pretty clear so i just freaking you know i've been very fortunate to drive some pretty cool cars my dad's had a lot of corvettes in his lifetime and uh it's just a different it's and and I'm gonna say this very elegantly. It's a different form of scary. It's mm-hmm. a different form of fear. I've been in the Corvette where I've pulled out of our old neighborhood and it had just rained and I gunned it and it fishtailed and almost went into a ditch. And this was ten times scarier. Full traction, full everything. It was just the sheer noise that comes out of this car, like a scream. I was like, holy shit. But then I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. I'm Stopping. sure you had the biggest smile on your face. Oh, I was that. loving it. But then the funny part is, so I, I come back and uh, I pull in front and Kyle, who we love more than anything, was like, get your fucking ass out of the car. It's my turn. <laughs> and, he's, and he's pointing. He's going, roll down the window. And I'm looking around. I'm like, it's like sitting in a spaceship. I don't know where. And like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I've been in nice cars. I know that these buttons vary, but I was like really riding the struggle bus trying to find the thing. So I finally rolled the window down and I literally go to stick my head out and my forehead and my chin hit the door 
because it's just so small. So I literally had to completely turn my head and like push it through for Kyle to get a picture of me in this car. That was that was funny because that actually kind of hurt. And then Kyle took it, and I think he still has it at this point. He wishes. I don't know if he's back yet. Because <laughs> he was gone 10 minutes, and, and then David and I turn and look, and he's still in the parking lot. <laughs> like, what is he doing? <laughs> he's in there. He's like probably beat off in the <laughs> <laughs> oh i was gonna say do not too. edit that out either i won't do I won't. not edit that out I oh, want kyle that. kyle i expect a text right when you hear this to <laughs> deny. oh he's I was like god the seats led when it got back jesus in. what's going on in here yeah so sticky oh god <laughs> so uh with that said let's wrap that up and uh <laughs> move on to the next day so the cabana day so the next day, we uh, we had a small group of people come to uh, our hotel for a cabana day, and me and Cassandra were treating these people. We we paid for the cabanas just to like kind of have community and just be be together. And I'll never forget. I set my alarm the night before to go to bed, and I said for five or sorry, the the reservations at ten a.m. Set my alarm for nine fifty. So I go to sleep. Cassandra went to sleep way before I did and my alarm goes off and she's always up before me and I look, she's dead asleep Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I'm a little hungover and I'm like, fuck, like I can't, I can't, I can't do this. Like I can't, I can't be the one to go down there and the reservation wasn't in my name, it was in her name because she put it on her card. So I'm like, first time, wife. You have to go down to the cabana. Yeah. Go. Go. I was like, people were expecting you. Go. And she's just like like a mummy walking around. Fuck you. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. I, she starts doing her makeup. I was like, fuck your makeup. I was like, go get the reservation. Yeah. I was like, put a hat on and go down there. I was like, I will get situated and I'll come down and take over. But you're the one that has to check in. She's like, oh, okay. And then she like put down what she was doing. You're like, just like her like half like body just like kind of creeped out of the room and i was like so glad i didn't make that reservation Mm -hmm. (laughs) just like slowly start getting myself up and like stretching out you and i were texting that morning at 7 a.m and you were like oh i I forgot yeah you were like i kind of haven't really been to sleep yet yeah because so i got home i i like went to bed around 3 45 i had to return the fucking car Mm-hmm. and so it needed gas it was in valet and i was like the guy was picking it up at like fucking 6 30 and i was like <sighs> so i set my alarm so i had two arms i had the 950 and i had this i had 555 so at six i'm like putting on my shades and even put my contacts in and like go downstairs and get the car from valet and i'm driving across the street to put gas and then i park it back where we got it and then you gotta take all these pictures of the odometer Mm-hmm. make sure there's no damage and i'm like looking at the hood and i'm like oh my god did my mom scratch his shit there was nothing i was like thank god right and so got it done checked it in and then i walked back and i was like just went right back to sleep i was like fuck that sucked yeah so i crawled into bed 7 15 so i got a couple more hours in but like yeah when cassandra like wasn't down there doing the command and stuff when i woke up i was like you have to go so she went down there, kind of got things situated. I think I made it down there like 10, 15 finally. Yeah. Like it took me about an hour to get down there. But um, 
you were there already or you were on your, no, no so we actually yeah because we actually woke up so we had i had breakfast with david and danielle every day brianne skipped one because she was too damn hungover and tired but that day we actually had breakfast with josh brown the uh trombone player for mr michael buble another freaking amazing human being unbelievably I'm unbelievably see him, nice I'm dude. see him on thursday for a are you good? Good. Yeah, he is awesome. Yeah, I messaged him. Usually, I messaged him, and I was like, "Hey, you're in town. You didn't even say anything." I was like, "Shame on you." And he <laughs> goes, "Well, you weren't at breakfast." I was like, "I wasn't even invited to breakfast, so shame <laughs> on you guys." You wouldn't Again, have been there. I would have been there. I got bro. up at six a.m. to return an Aston Martin. Oh, you're that's trying true. to tell me? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's right. true. Well, hey, I didn't arrange the breakfast, so don't yell at me. Luke has this habit of not inviting me to shit because he assumes things. He better okay, change here's the habit. deal. If I hear one more thing about the bachelor party, I swear to God, I will fly back out there and kick your ass. You'll try. I will. I will succeed. Maybe you. maybe after you will kill me, but I will have <laughs> at least physically kicked you in the ass. If you think play <laughs> sticking that PPK in my ass was funny, wait till I fucking stick my foot up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times I got to explain to you what the situation was but anyways for christ's sake so yeah we had breakfast with josh amazing dude and uh i think is he great be, though he is fantastic such a humble guy very exactly. easy to talk to very easy going you know all the people that i spent time with this weekend were some of the most incredible people that i've ever met truly just a perfect weekend but yeah, Josh was awesome. And I think he might be in Detroit. I want to say he said mid-May for something. So I might try to link up with him then, hopefully. But if not, I don't think uh, the Buble train is here until like October. So hopefully then we can see him. But that'll probably be a lot more difficult because he'll be on legit tour. But yeah, that was cool. And then we got to the cabana and jumped right in the pool. Full-on Orlebar Brown party. And uh, yeah, everyone you know, was wearing it. it was so sponsored funny. by OB, but uh, <laughs> you know that was another thing. It's like seeing Rainer was incredible. His wife's awesome. The guy's exactly how he is when you talk to him over the phone or over text. You know, kind of, kind of like you and I. You know, you, what you see is what you get, and that was very, very awesome to be able to hang out with him. And also, you know, it's just all so bittersweet all the time. You know what I mean? It it really does suck, but. Yeah. You know, we hung out with them, and then um, so from there we all went back, changed. But see, the reason we were actually kind of delayed was because we actually had to check out of the hotel. So we checked out by eleven, and then headed over to to you guys. We were probably there by like eleven thirty or something. But um, yeah, got some got some drinks, had some food, had some skittles. You know, hung out with David, Danielle, and Kyle, and you, and and Ray, and. Who else we get to hang out with? Let's talk with Nick a little bit again. Met met more of your friends and family there, and uh, obviously, unbelievably beautiful, no makeup Cassandra, who looks better than ninety five percent of the people in the world without makeup, which is ridiculous. I told I, I keep telling her, Mike, you don't need makeup. And she's like, I need it. I'm like, you don't. No, need it. she absolutely does not. Absolutely does. And and it was funny too because Brienne and I both thought the same thing. We walked in with David and Danielle and we couldn't see Cassandra because we both assumed she'd be wearing a white bathing suit. 
And she was wearing a black bathing suit. And she was like, no, fuck that. I'm married now. The white shit's gone. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, we literally were looking. I was like, there's Lorenzo. Where's Cassandra? Can't miss me. <laughs> well, I said I I couldn't. You were in the pool with the backwards Braves hat on. So I was like, there's there's Lorenzo for sure. But then after that was the uh, the little dinner dinner party at the pizza place, which was Dom, awesome, Dom DeMarco's. Yeah. That was a nice little farewell for everyone that was mm-hmm. like either leaving or that was the last time we we're going to see them. It was nice. Yeah. Food was fantastic. Like we had a nice little area to ourselves. We had booked out and it was just great. Yeah. Yeah. It was very good. I had to order my own separate pizza with no cheese, which sucks, but it was so good. So good. And it was cheap. It was like 15 bucks. I was like, hell yeah. Perfect. It was awesome. Perfect. But I left it there thinking somebody would eat it. Apparently nobody ate it. Uh, I think we gave it to Emily to, t- no, she took everything else. Ty's yeah. wife. She I mean, it was shift. incredible. <clears throat> yeah, yeah dude. So tell me about the watch event because, you know, that's where I had to leave you. That's where I had to say my goodbyes to everybody, which I don't need to go down the path of how shitty that is <laughs> again. You know, I beat that horse. So tell me about the watch event. The watch event was great. So the boutique I, I work out of, uh, now as a, Basically, uh, my my official title is a tour guide, um, but I definitely like push the boundaries on that a little bit because I want to um, do more. Mm-hmm. But um, so we had this idea to host this event, you know, the next day for because I had a few friends that were like, oh, I want to get a watch, you know, for your wedding or around the time of your wedding. I was like, well, if we just do an event, you can come get it then and then we can have some drink and some stuff and. You know, so we brought in two cases or sorry, a case of Blackwell rum. So that was being, you know, featured. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, the Tim Washington, the, the boutique manager at Turbion in Las Vegas at Crystals. He uh, he was definitely one of the big pioneers of this happening. And his assistant manager, Jawan Stewart, was um, was very tenacious in making sure that we got the watches in that we needed for for this event for certain people um that night we ended up selling five watches Mm -hmm. and um yeah i and only three of them i was expecting like people to pick up so that was like kind of a surprise to see like you know two other people uh danielle david's wife was able to pick up a new aquaterra which it's absolutely stunning yep that watch was made for danielle yeah after going hiking with her i was like this is your freaking watch 100 percent. it looked great on her um i was surprised i didn't think they were in the watch or in the market for a new watch but um when she put that thing on i was like i don't see her walking out of here without it so Mm -hmm. it looked great on her it was like you said it definitely speaks to like who she is you know it has those vibes to her you know to it and i just i just loved it on her wrist like it just had this like great look to it and then my friend, my friend uh, John, his wife got an, another Aquaterra that was like super like her language. Like she's very into two toned gold watches and diamonds, and so she got an Aquaterra with those notes. And um, it's like a sunblasted dial, and it just looks great on her. So like, I mean, everyone that like got a watch that night, I was pretty much like, this watch is perfect for this person, mm-hmm. but. The event started with Tim talking and then he, he kind of prefaced to me like, you know, who I am and what my role in the store is. And 
then I spoke about my connection to the brand a little bit and how, you know, how I began collecting and why, and you know, why buying an Omega is a different experience, you know, and all that other stuff. It's hard to like really recall it because I was speaking from the heart when I was talking about it, because that's how I am about my time pieces. They're like really like a part of my everyday life and mm -hmm. who I am. So, and then, uh, Rainer like finished up. He said a couple words about a couple models, and it was really cool. And then we were off to the races. But we closed that place down. We were there for like three, four hours almost. Yeah, I'm really. And it was only a two-hour event, so it was really cool. <clears throat> and uh, you know, um, after that, it was it was nice. You know, everyone just kind of said you know their goodbyes, and you know, I remember like me and Cassandra went back to the hotel, and we just like kind of just were like, wow we're done like everything we planned we did everyone came everyone seemed to have an amazing time and everyone's happy and like all i can say is like dude like can't wait for your wedding and i hope like you just get to experience what we did because we had a blast yeah i can't wait to man it was i'm telling you it was a perfect weekend you know it really was and i can't thank you guys enough for letting us be a part of it man because oh, no, uh, absolutely. you know you, you don't know what to expect i knew there was a lot of different things we were doing but you know i think my favorite part as far as when it comes to all of us being able to be together was probably all the guys up in the room i think that was just so cool you know being able to take pictures and and i can't wait to see those pictures of photographers got you oh, know i'm sure that, I'm it was sure just great it was cool it was really cool but there goes my ring light but and then, yeah I mean, and then and then afterwards like us walking down the hall you remember that oh and yeah they're like all like walking backwards taking pictures and i'm like this is crazy like i could not believe like that whole experience of that day when it comes to the photographs like i felt like a celebrity for a little bit i'm not gonna oh, lie yeah. like, it was as crazy the videographer on my shoulder like i was like this is nuts as you should i mean i i was gonna tell you too I'm sure I showed you, but I've got that incredibly freaking funny video of all of us in the elevator and the door opens. Uh, the guy's and, like, oh, I'll get yeah, the next one. <laughs> somebody goes, take the next one, and he he whips around the corner, and it's just like 12 guys in tuxedos. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and we all just bust <laughs> out laughing. And I was just like, God, I'm so happy. I don't know why I thought it was going to be funny. And I was like, I should film this. And it was perfect. But, I love it. You need to post that. Oh, I will. I will. But I mean, I don't know, man. Thank God I'll get to see you soon. But hell of a weekend. So thankful hell to be a weekend. part of it. You know, I got to hang out with. We're glad you guys came and everyone yeah. had a great time. We were very blessed to have friends and family that wanted to be a part of our big day. Yeah, so. I mean, I got to I got to get to know a lot of people a lot more. You know, including you and Cassandra. But being able to meet your mom was awesome. To meet guys you grew up with was awesome you know we spent so much time with david and danielle and they're just incredibly great people and so giving you know what i mean and kyle like i mean it's freaking kyle man the nicest human alive and it's just like everybody being there to support you guys and it's just you know and brianne it was i think it was even more surreal for brianne she was like these are people like you know because of a film character and they're and they are literally like the best people, period. Like every single person, you know what I mean. And it was just like, dude, 
Couldn't have been better. Couldn't have been better. I know. Well, that one's in the books. Now, now we can start focusing on yours. Can't wait. Can't wait. I just got to check with my wife first to make sure, you know. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> How's that sound? Check with my wife. Oh, uh, she's she's already like filling in the shoes nicely. I can tell you that. I believe that. She's a fucking great girl. And she's she's just so accommodating too. You guys both are, but she's so sweet. And like I was talking to her, I was like, you know, Brianna and I got to check out at like 11 a.m. Do you have any idea what we should do with our bag? She's like, well, I mean, you can put it in the car, but I'm just going to have Zest and Mark. Oh, I wasn't supposed to tell you that. I was like, I didn't hear anything, but what does it look like? And can I drive it? <laughs> and she's just, yeah, I don't know. She just doesn't miss, miss a beat. You know, she is she is your your better half for sure. 100%. And that that is what we strive for. You know what I mean? Us guys. So you of did course. perfect, guy. You did perfect. I I am very very lucky, I know, and I will continue to spend the rest of my life trying to show her she made the right choice. Yeah. Just, you know, an omega a year keeps keeps the attorneys away. <laughs> yeah, for her for her to make sure I get one a year. <laughs> damn. Damn. <laughs> what a good one. And uh, special shout out to Rainer for showing me um, which vintage Omegas to look into because now I'm obsessed with that. And he's like, you can buy this one, send it in, they'll fix it. And I was like, fuck. So now I'm like, maybe I should get one to hold me over until possibly my wedding day, which you may eventually know more about than me. I already know more. I told Brianne, get you another tag. I'd be pissed. (laughs) I was like, get Luke another tag. He'll appreciate it. Well, I was talking about him. (laughs) <laughs> I never talk about it anymore. All right, guy, that's perfect time to wrap it up. I love the tag you, man. story starts coming out. The tag Luke story, Luke tag, tag story, tag you're it, tag this is over. Love you, guy. Love you, man. Thank you for uh, for uh, coming out again, man. Had a great time. Dude, anytime. You you tell me you want me there tomorrow. I'll be there. Come tomorrow. Okay, I'll see you in a half hour. <laughs> see you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>